I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Revival. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have The Bog Monster. So, we're taking a little break from the Shadow Swimmer stories, uh, because I had a couple... Well, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, because uh, I had a couple of the, these like other stories that I had like, grabbed during the summer uh, on our queue, and I was like, you know, maybe we'll get to them, we'll get to these now, and then We'll do. We'll dive back into the Shadow Swimmer stories and the Wicker Saga um, after we get these done. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, we're going to be covering the Bog Monster, which is by Malum Librum nine five eight on creepypasta.wiki. And uh, before we get too far ahead, uh, let's do our initial recommendations. I will partially recommend this one. I will also partially recommend this one. I will also, also partially recommend this one. Wow. Unanimous partial recommendations. Well, mm-hmm. let's let's find out why we decided to all partially recommend this story, starting with the rundown featuring The Rock. Except there's no real character no here narrative. for The Rock because <laughs> the narrator is is a is an omnipresent like figure or an omnipresent narrator. So anyway, <laughs> um a hideous bog monster comes out of the woods and enters a Puritan home where he proceeds to slaughter the couple within. Um, like the couple being like two people, like a man and a woman. Um, a couple. Yeah, Not a couple. The couple there. Yeah, yeah. Or the couple within who own the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and these this couple were waiting for this creature with an axe and a musket in hand. Um, their weapons, though, are completely ineffective, and they are cut down swiftly uh, and horrifically. Um, then the bog monster hears a child's voice coming from a strong box and proceeds to delicately pick the lock of the box with its claws, where it opens it up and finds this uh, abused child within. Turns out the monster was here to save her. <laughs> um as they they hear angry townsfolk off in the distance, the monster takes the child back to the woods to his home for safety, where they will live happily ever after. Unlike the people in the town that go to into the woods after them, who will not be living so happily ever after, or really living any but any any longer than when the creature gets to them. Finn, <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, it's a pretty short story. So that's that, that's about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, we shall move on to <clears throat> everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions at this point, and I've got one. <laughs> um, the bog monster approached the Puritan cottage. He reached the door and tore it clean off its hinges. Then he slithered inside, listening for its inhabitants. Little did he know that a man with an axe and a woman with a musket were waiting for him around a corner. As soon as he went through the doorway, the man pounced. Okay, so I added all that extra bit for context of like 
what was happening, but happened in the, the last sentence there, which is as soon as he went through the doorway, the man pounced because I'm the, the, he in that last sentence, I'm pretty sure is supposed to be the monster. But when I read it, I was like, as he, as soon as he went through the doorway, the man pounced. So it's like, it sounds like the man went through the doorway and pounced. <laughs> um, so I, I feel just like a, a simple, like, as soon as the bog monster went through the doorway, the man pounced. <laughs> or because it's a yeah. monster, maybe it should just be referred to as it. Well, no, because at it's, this point. Well, because, well, the monster is, is clearly like gendered by the very beginning of the story. So like. Like it, it? It, it constantly refers to him as a he. Scanning. Well, is that the first time it mentions the bug monster as a he? Oh, he reached the door and tore it off its hinges. Yeah, yeah, so it's the first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, oh, God, when you try to find he by control F, <laughs> it loads up every the. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> And hers and oh, theirs. Oh, it Lord. does not help. There are 152 <laughs> keys in here. <laughs> Only because they they that that's that's I feel like that's a broken find like search it option. But yeah, how would you search for just he? Can you just put like it space in? he space, space in front? Yeah, I guess space he space. Oh yeah. Ooh, I'm too <laughs> smart. It's almost like you do its stories and you do these <laughs> sort of sorts of things mm-hmm. but yes i am ready okay to continue we can drop this <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah like so that's just the like uh it's a simple thing it's just like i feel like this part like maybe give us who is going through that doorway just because they it, using the he there and then like having the man pounce like right after yeah. that like it's kind of it's a little confusing so yeah, and it's the beginning of a new paragraph. So yeah, the, yeah, exactly. We don't know who the he is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's the end of my grammar inquisition. So uh, Mikey, these stands for evil. Uh, I have a conjunction junction. Ooh. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It had a human skull for a head, and sharp claws on its hands, but. The being didn't even flinch. It had no heart. It had no lungs. It was simply a mass of green slime. Finn. Wow, that's that's pretty... It just describes the monster, that's it. It's all the descriptions <laughs> of the monster. Basically, yeah. <laughs> or it's monster versus monster, because it's creature with a human skull and really sharp claws. And then uh, Goyim a... gets Goyim gets a being that didn't even flinch because it was a massive green slime. Yeah. Yeah. Basically going uh it's it's uh yeah it's like the swamp thing monster going up against like the the blob. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah or flubber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um gamer do we have a gra- a grammar in yellow? Uh yeah. I got a couple. Basically, both of mine are related to each other because they both are um, during attacks. It's because the the attacks, I feel, lack description. And I feel like adding more description to it helps. Would you count that as grammar? Because I wrote it under grammar just because I'm adding words to it. Um... 
Sure. <laughs> cool. Then I'll start with the first one. It's when Axeman attacks. Um, as soon as he went through the doorway, the man pounced. We already read this. He drove yeah. his axe <laughs> into the beast, sinking it all the way to the handle, but it didn't even flinch. It had no heart. It had no lungs. It was simply a mass of green slime. The man may as well have attacked the bog itself. So, personally, I would have liked the body part of the creature being mentioned when the axe hit. Because, like, I assumed it was, like, the top of the head or the shoulder or something. But then it started talking about it not having a heart or lungs. So, I had to do my least favorite thing, redraw what happened. uh, Because it hit him in the chest. I'm assuming because it's referencing heart and lungs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, was it, like, an overhead attack or a horizontal? It kind of sounds like I'm nitpicking, but... This is an action scene, so there's no harm in describing the action just a little bit compared to almost not at all. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Like, also, did the axe stick in, or was he able to pull it back out? Like, it, yeah, kind of. It kind of got the impression that hit it enough. <laughs> it clearly hit enough resistance in him to stop at the handle, so there is like some sort of like, resistance in the monster. Um, so there's. It either hits some kind of skeleton deep inside of it, or there's just enough resistance in the moss to stop it. Yeah, there's like so, there's enough density that it's just like bleh. <laughs> yeah. So would that mean that there's enough um to also like get the axis stuck in it, like because of the resistance, or is it because it hits something underneath? Like we don't <laughs> really know. Um uh, based off how I feel this went, the axe was left in the creature. Because he was assuming mm-hmm. one shot would have downed it. He yeah. swings the axe, sticks, and he's like, ha ha! Oh god. And then he just lets go of the axe. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, and then in horror. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, that's that how I envisioned it as well. Yeah. And I guess it's assumed to a point, but nothing's really said. Um, but even just adding a few little words makes it sound a lot better, in my opinion. Because mm-hmm. the way it is, is... As he went through the doorway, the man pounced. He drove his axe into the beast, sinking it all the w- sinking all the way to the handle, is what it says. Yeah. Uh, my correction, which I feel adds a lot more description to it, is as soon as he went through the doorway, the man pounced. He swung his axe sideways into the beast's chest, sinking it all the way up to the handle. Yeah. So it gives you direction, uh, location, and I like the sound of swing better than drove. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Dr- drive dr- to drive something, or to, like he drove something into something. Sounds more like you're like, um, like I stab at you, or like you're you're driving a stake through something's chest. Not like an a- it, dr- driving an axe into somebody's chest is. We sounds like you're like you're not swinging. You're pushing the axe into somebody's chest. Um, no kind of like how, that. yeah, kind of like how in like Avengers, um, when like. Thor like strikes uh like gets Thanos in the chest and then he starts trying to push it deeper in like he swings it into his chest and then he starts pu- driving the axe deeper into Thanos's chest to try and kill him. I suppose um, yeah. Yeah, like that like those are two separate actions technically and they are different actions. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. mean dr- the driving of the axe technically works. Just personally I like the yeah. I like using swung because swung is very clearly he is swinging the axe. Yeah. You know, like it's it's idiot proofing of the story, basically, for the reader, which is me, an idiot. Moving on to the next one. 
Um, also, sorry. I just now that like I know, like the hand, the axe is just still in the creature. Now I'm just picturing the the scene of him like picking up the girl and taking him out, taking her out into the safety of the woods and stuff like that, away from the bad people. He has, has his axe handle in his chest the whole time as he's yeah. cradling this girl. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I feel like there should be a scene where he takes it out if that's the case. Like, yeah. not that it's silly or anything. Because no. him just casually walking around with an axe stuck in his chest shows how like powerful the monster is, so I'm not against that. Yeah. Although he should probably rip it out before he picks up the girl. <laughs> yeah, because it's probably gonna get in the way. Like it's really just more of a logistics thing. Like if you're gonna carry the girl, he's probably gonna like carry her like uh like a babe or like so- something like around like the chest area, like to press like to her ch- to press her to his chest or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that's just gonna get in the way. <laughs> yeah. Unless he's piggybacking, but still. Yeah. Either way, I'll move on. Okay. So the next one is uh, when the gun lady attacks, and she says, Monster, monster! The woman screams. She aimed the gun at the creature and fired. The musket ball had no effect on it. The woman tried stabbing at, stabbing him with her bayonet. Again, the attack was useless. The woman dropped her musket and tried to run. So first off, the shot, very bland and nondescriptive. Yeah. Just like the axe attack, I feel like there needs to be more to visualize this. Like location, uh, impact effect, etc. Secondly, the stab is also very bland and non-descriptive again. But, like, even more importantly is consistency here. Because um, the previous time it was hit with a blade, I assumed the axe was stuck in it. Yet this time, in the first line of the next paragraph, it says that she dropped the gun. But when I first read this, before getting to the next paragraph, I assumed the band that got stuck in the creature, too, because the axe did. Yeah. Yet she, quote-unquote, dropped it, which gives the visual of it hitting the ground. So, like, if it got stuck in him, she would have let go of it. And it would then he'd have two weapons in his chest. He's, <laughs> he's, just, he's just a giant walking, like, shambling mound from, like, D&D with, like, yeah, just, like, were... spears and swords and, like, and like pitchforks and stuff like that just on his back and around him. He's just, like, just a pincushion of of, utility, of, of, of weapons. I was just going to say, yeah, the town refers to him as pincushion because every time they attack him with stuff, it just sticks in him while he's murdering everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of a cool monster name, honestly. <laughs> don't you be going into the woods there, lads and lasses, or pincushion will get you. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it. Leave. Trust me, we've tried. tried. <laughs> Pitchforks, axes, muskets, stilettos. And an entire squad of archers. <laughs> Machetes. They do nothing. Mm-hmm. What is this accent anymore? I don't know, it's kind of evolving, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, so, regardless, back to this. So, yes. since the rifle was dropped, the implied visual of the strike that happened was she stabbed it and retracted the retracted the bayonet out of it. Like, and yeah. the gun, obviously. Um, which is proper form for using a bayonet, technically. Um, but I had to read through the entire scene to actually see how it actually went through. How it yeah. actually went... Um, how the attack happened and all that. Like, I had to finish the whole thing. So I had to re-visualize the whole thing all over again. Um, Yay! You love that. (laughs) So, and then with the composition of the creature, there's nothing to say that the creature's body couldn't have held the bayonet. Like, maybe that's just part of him, is he's able to, like, hold on to any projectile that hits into him. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe it held the axe because there's, like, a lot of surface area on the axe and it went in really deep compared to the small, thin blade of a bayonet, like, there's not enough to grip onto, so she's able to continue stabbing at him, even though it's useless. 
And then she just got tired or she, yeah, she gave up because like, fuck, I can't, I'm not doing anything to this thing. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not saying that she needs to attack him multiple times. I'm fine with single attack happen- happening and her being like, oh, poop. But again, there needs to be more description. So I don't have to deep dive into this unnecessarily because yes, yeah. I'm overthinking this, but yeah. this is what it did to me. I yeah. had to stop. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> I'm traveling, and then all of a sudden, an accident happens on the freeway. Like, a freaking tractor trailer spins sideways, rolls over, and on the side of it, it says, like, um, realism. is like, it's stopping everything. Yeah. <laughs> also, so, not talking about realism, but to, I, I, for some reason, like... We kept like I I still have in my head like like oh I'm overthinking now that scene of like the guy talking is like we've done everything to it we've got pitchforks knives howitzers <laughs> like <laughs> we've thrown everything at it it doesn't kill it no <laughs> sorry <laughs> I just had to throw that in there because it's like it was so like for like per- percolating in my head mm-hmm. <laughs> like that like we've thrown everything at it <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, so the way that I would fix this one is mm-hmm. adding a little bit more because of how little there was in the first place. Because it's literally just, um, she shot him, it didn't work. She stabbed him, it didn't work. Like, it's it's a little bland. So yeah. the way I corrected it was going, monster, monster, the woman screams. She aimed her gun at the creature and fired. The musket ball was absorbed by the creature's chest as it approached her. The woman stabbed him in the face with her bayonet. But when she pulled back from the strike, she could see the wound of its mossy flesh immediately close back up. The woman dropped her musket and tried to run. Nice. So that just adds a lot more visual and describes the creature more, saying, like, it instantly heals, too. Yeah, so it's just like, don't bother. Yeah. I was also going to say, like, the musket ball could have also, like, like could have had it, like, where it just goes right through, and she, she just sees the gaping hole as the musket ball went right through it, and then just start, that also starts sealing up as well. I was going to do that. That was the first correction I did. But then I'm like, but the axe stopped on something. Like, Yeah, that's true. So yeah. It, oh, no. And I, I couldn't think yeah. whether. That's it almost fell off my head. I oh, couldn't God. think whether um, it hit something hard or if it's just the resistance yeah. in it. So, but like, if considering it is more powerful, it I guess it is possible it still could go through all the way, even though an axe didn't because a musket hurts more, has more kinetic energy. So, yeah. yes, yeah, so that's still possible. But yeah. Because, yeah, you could say that the musket ball went through, went, like, all the way through and, like, hit the the dirt outside or something like that. Farmer would go when he was walking by. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> or just, like, it just goes, embeds into, like, the one of the, the, the walls of the house or the cabin. Yeah. Breaks up, like, pings off a pot behind him or something. Yeah. Something auditory. But yeah, um, that is all I got for grammar. Okay. Well, then I suppose we move on to actual thoughts. So I'm going to start with this quote here. To call the creature a bog monster would be a very, would be very fitting. <clears throat> would be very fitting. Not only did it live in a bog, but it was practically a bog itself. Dead plant materials, moss mostly, made up its entire body, which looked like green slime. It had a human skull for a head and sharp claws on its hands. That, combined with the ability to speed across the ground like a snake, made it the perfect killing machine. So, visually, like, reading that, two things pop in my head as to what this thing looks like. Like, visualize. It's like a cross... Before you do that, when I first read that line of 
to call it a bog monster would be very fitting. Not only did it live in a bog, what I thought I was going to say was, but it was a monster too. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) This is how we're starting this. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, thankfully it doesn't do that. It just like, it's it's like just how much of a bog it is itself. Like it's a living, we get this like idea that it's a living embodiment of a swamp or a bog. So, Mm -hmm. but Yeah, so visually, I, what I got across in my mind was uh, a cross between the Swamp Thing um, and either the World of Warcraft version of a Naga or Swamp Thing mixed with a gel from Monster Ranchers. So either having like this like snake-like tail, kind of like the Naga do in World of Warcraft, and but it's just completely composed of like Swamp materials, like Swamp Thing. Or it's like just kind of a, like a... a a humanoid torso like a kind of a humanoid torso and like upper body and then like there's just like it just kind of melts into the ground like uh like like a gel does or like a like usually like a a, like a slime humanoid usually like they don't have legs they just have this like stump that just kind of tapers down onto the ground but it specifically refers to its movement as slithering that's why I, that's why I kind of going with it. Well, because like slithering like yeah it could I mean those can all like the gels also kind of slither on the ground they don't walk they slither would you refer to it as slithering yeah how would you like they either slithering or sliding across the ground but um i think slithering like works like could work for that as well but i i definitely got more of a visual of like the the world of warcraft naga me too where it's like the the snake like like uh, like uh legs or like in place of legs it has just like a large like tail of some kind Damn it! Now um, you got me thinking about what the word is for the locomotion I'm, or something that moves like that like i'm pretty sure that's just slithering move? What would a snail be like? I think they, I think they also, well, they glide on their slime on slime trails. Yeah. So like it either be glide, well, gliding also kind of could be like levitation. Um, I don't, I, I always kind of figured it like they slide or slither, which is a snake-like trait. The movement, okay, as far as Google <laughs> says, because okay. Google is smart, not me. The movement of a snail is called creeping. Oh. That's what creeping means when it comes to locomotion is like the okay. Yeah, the snail uh, right. creep on the surface with the help of a muscular foot. Okay. Then it's in this case like inching the, forward. Yeah. Alright, then in this case, like I'd probably go more with the Naga analogy then. Mm-hmm. And I mean again, like I love this. Like I, I like this this monster like, this is a cool monster to me because I'm a big fan of the swamp thing from, from DC comics. So And of wow. <laughs> And well, end of the Naga, like World of Warcraft. I've, I've <laughs> you can't specifically say wow anymore. No, it's like I'm just like I was like I've grown out of World of Warcraft. Like, well, yeah. I understand like you're not necessarily going to play the game, but you still appreciate the world of Warcraft. Yeah, I suppose like, not the game World of Warcraft, <laughs> but the world. Goddamn, <laughs> <laughs> the universe of Warcraft. Yeah, that's the next the, game. The setting of Azeroth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except they did that in the Burning Crusade. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, back to the story. Like, yeah, I, I like this description we get of the monster. Also, like, yeah, the 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 first the first sentence we get there is like to call this creature a bog monster would be very fitting. Not only did it live in a bog, but it was practically a bog itself. And then it goes into like the description of what that means. And it's like, yeah, that, that actually is really cool as a as a um uh, as a descriptor for this creature. It would be funny though if it was like not only did it live in a bog, but it was practically a monster itself. Yeah, it's just like wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then 
we go on to the next thing I have here. There was a little girl inside. She had scars across her face from where her father had struck her with his belt. She gasped when she saw the monster. Is it over? Are they gone? The little girl asked the monster. Yes, child, the monster replied. Your abusive parents are dead. They will never hurt you again. He reached inside the chest and picked up the little girl. Buddy horror! I wrote the exact same thing. The exact same thing. But that's what it sounded like I was about to do Mortal Kombat. Buddy horror! Yeah, no, I was like, God. Honestly, this is straight inspiration. Like this, this, this duo, like little girl and monster, a swap mo- and bog monster friend, straight up inspiration for a monster, monsters and other childish things character idea for yeah, straight the up. RP- where like and monsters and other childish things is a tabletop RPG where you play as kids with monster friends, and usually they're like Cthulhuid, like horrible, like basically just like nuclear weapons made flesh <laughs> like super powerful like cosmic horror monsters that hu- that are that they're basically that that just think the kid the their kid friend is great <laughs> and wants want to want to be their best bud either because they actually do or because they're using them exactly yeah depending on on the themes you want to go with in the in that game <laughs> and and honestly this is like it definitely feels like more of like the the, the former of like they they just think like he he just this the swamp monster just like saw the plight of this child being abused by her parents and just murdered them. <laughs> Cause that's exactly what a monster friend in monsters of the child things would do because they don't fully understand humans is like, even if like, like in this case, it seemed like she wanted him to do this, Yeah. but in like, in some cases in monsters of the child things, it's like, it's like the kids getting bullied and stuff like that. And the monster friend like picks up on that and like doesn't like that. It's like, oh, I'll, I know what to do. I'll just murder the bully. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, don't do that. Like that's that's the thing. It's like kind of like um, it's like a play on like the the power fantasy of like, yeah, you're a kid, you got this cool monster buddy that's like super powerful. Now you have to try and control him because you don't want him to go overboard and like cause so much collateral damage and like you know you're rolling sand checks at the age of ten. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um yeah uh really lo- really loved the idea of like this story from the of like the buddy horror like this monster pr- re- coming to the rescue of this abused child um and like even uh and and on the 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 vein of like monster monsters and other childish things um because this the, the setting we kind of glean in here is like it seems like it's referred to as a, a puritan time period so like 18th century 19th century sort of time period it could be used um this could also be used as a character uh like a player character idea or an npc plot line in the candlewick manor supplement for uh, for monster and other childish things where it's sort of this well also vossen would definitely work 100 too um uh because in in candlewick manor it's kind of like a loo- it's loosely based on like a rural olden times early 20th century anachronistic pulpy period so like it, it's never it, they they purposely in the setting don't tell you what the timeline is but they just say it's like it, it, they reference a lot of like olden de- olden times like uh like objects and places and stuff like that mm-hmm. in and around the setting um but yeah the uh before also before this twist that they they knew each other um 
the setup almost reminded me of a film called The Dark, where a monster, like a, a monster girl, inadvertently rescues a kid who from an abuser. <laughs> um, really? And then they they start hanging out, and like in that movie, it's more of like a romance kind of thing because like they basically like he's blind, he, like, he's been blinded by the abuse, like he, literally like the like the person that was blinded. Yeah, like he he's gotten like his ha- like the his abuser put acid in his eyes and like was like like blinded him. Oh, um, nice. And so he can't see what she looks like, that the monster girl. But and be, and because of that, he gets to know her more as a person than as a monster. Yeah. And like and it, it like that, and they're both kind of outcasts in that way as well because they're both like, uh, they're both like kind of in the same situation. Like they're both like um outsiders to the rest of the world. But yeah, there's that. (laughs) Yeah, well, like one more like societal versus like, like actually, (laughs) yeah, kind of thing. Um, But also, uh, it also reminded me of uh, there's I've seen I see this a couple every so often. Like I'll find I'll see like a a short animation film uh, on YouTube of like Medusa coming in and just just wrecking a a family home in Greece and like petrifying the, the 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 couple that live there and stuff like that like turning everyone to stone and then she hears a cry in the back uh, back room of the the house and goes down goes there and and finds in a crib a blind baby and suddenly her 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 maternal uh like there's suddenly a, a maternal enthrallment from the from the Medusa to protect and and care for this blind baby um and it kind she, of re- invokes that too. unrelated does Medusa have to like basically quote unquote fire her um uh like her petrification eyes or are they just always active? It's sort of it, it's it's always active or uh it's supposed to and always be active unless immediately turn to stone. Well no no it's it's if you if your eyes see her visage that's usually what in the in the uh in the story like you uh that's how Theseus was able to bypass it was like direct eye contact with Medusa's face. Uh, or with Medusa's stare will turn you to stone. So I guess but she if just you're... has to avoid eye contact with the baby. Well, no, because the baby's blind. Oh, right, Dur. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and that, and also, I've also, I've also seen ones where like, uh, it's like a little Medusa child who's like being bullied and some of that and doesn't have any friends, and then she ends up meeting a, a blind boy who, uh, who starts like ha- talking to her and hanging out because and and. He can't see her, so he he's he's unaffected by her uh, by her stone her petrifying uh, stare. Yeah. So like it's like that kind of stuff. Like and like she only wanted friends. Yeah, exactly. Like she's she's like completely all alone because everybody around her turns to stone. Yeah. Like that's sort of like what the modern interpretation of Medusa is. Um, we're just gonna bypass the fact that you know Medusa is actually a, a fucking rape victim <laughs> in the original mythology. Oh, really? Um. So I kind of remember. Medusa was a very beautiful woman, like a very beautiful like nymph. And then Poseidon, god of the sea, was yes, enraptured by him. And so uh but she she didn't want to uh, she didn't take on his advances, so he raped her. And then and then Poseidon's wife slash sister got peeved that she uh got his attention and was attraction. So she cursed her uh, cursed Medusa with the hideous visage. And like the the snake hair and stuff like that, and so like that's basically what the origins of Medusa. Last night, <laughs> are you fucking serious? I watched Hercules in New York, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's first <laughs> uh, movie, yeah. and it's all about like the Greek like gods and all that, and it's like a, a comedy thing. 
it's it okay. A stupid well, movie, but it was good. Yeah, it's just interesting but, that you bring that up. Yeah, and, and I'm just bringing this up uh, for this because, like, again, it's uh, I was before we get the 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 twist where like oh they the kid knew the monster like they yeah. this was a this is a premeditated murder it really was <laughs> um the 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 idea of like a monster and and like a kid duo like hey like like a a buddy horror like kind of relationship to the situation and not a relationship in like a, a romantic way but just like a, a like a a platonic uh relationship between of these course. a monster and a and this child um sort of like a uh the monsters like almost like the uncle or like the protective uncle or the uh, protective like um uh, adult that is better than her actual parents He's sort of cool thing stepdad yeah exactly <laughs> um he really is the coolest stepdad yeah cold as the grave <laughs> um but yeah um honestly yeah so getting back to the story like it got sort of a the same like wholesome horror aspects as those things that i've referenced and I was just like, it does. It sounds wrong. <laughs> it, it does, but it makes so. It, it, but it also, it's very satisfying when it's well done. Yes. Like because you see it in movies, you see it in stories sometimes, and it's just like you thought this was going to be a full blown like horrific thing, and then the twist gets pulled out. And it's like, ah, there was there was a reason for all the spookiness and murder. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's goddamn wholesome. <laughs> Premeditated murder on these these uh these asshole parents <laughs> like yeah it's as wholesome as premeditated murder can get <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i mean like wholesome but, to be to be know. fair like like we all get it like those parents got what was coming to them yeah like don't fucking abuse your child kids <laughs> but um yeah so I'll, I'll move on to the next thing i have here <clears throat> The monster quickly slithered out of the cottage with the girl in his arms, and they both disappeared into the woods he had come from. I mean, what else can I say here? Um, but I would like to read more <laughs> about this situation. Like, the twist slash purpose of the bog monster's attack is cool, and as a short creepypasta, it works. But Disney Princess here... <laughs> uh-huh i must have more i want to know more about the i want i want to hear more about their adventures <laughs> like yeah, how, how how else do they do they like do they in fact like raise the fucking village to the ground because um because be, uh, abusive assholes because they're all assholes because like that's what it was a simulator and that's what the monster telling the child so like who knows maybe that's just what the monster wants to do but <laughs> she's like no they're not all bad yeah or the mon yeah the Don't monster's are reacting Kill yeah, that the guy. Kill Steve. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, kill Steve. He's a uh yeah. Mm. Um yeah, like I this is really it. Like the end of here, it's like I got to the end, I was like, well, that was really that, it was good as a short creepypasta, like a micro pasta or a mini pasta. Damn it, I want to know more about this duo of the child and the bog monster. Yeah. And the way that I would want to know more about it is by continuing forward, not by doing, uh, not by starting it earlier. Yeah, yeah, don't. Like how they met. Like you can learn how they met through going forward, you know, because if you start at the very beginning, then there's no twist anymore of, oh, he's actually not there to kill her. Yeah. Like that twist gets ruined. Yeah, like maybe somebody, like from, like maybe the village does go on like a manhunt or a monster hunt, a mon hunt. (laughs) 
into the into the swamp and like they all get butchered except for like one or two survivors who the child says uh, has the monster spare because like they weren't that bad and um or, like the kids don't get killed yeah exactly or the kids the don't get killed is ran by the kids and then they're asking how this all happened god so it's like sort of like a a uh uh not exactly but it's kind of like kids uh children of the corn where like the the kids all end up forming a cult around a monster or or elder or eldritch horror that lives in the cornfields or lives under or in the cornfields and then the creature tells the children to murder all the adults in the town <laughs> Except in this one, he just does it himself. Yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, he's Thanos again. He's like, I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah. At least you know how he sounds now. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of like had like a deep like tone to him uh, early on, so mm. that's just how I, I kind of tend to treat a monster that's described like this, like kind of like a gravelly, deep voice. Yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm just trying to picture it. Damn it! It's like. Uh, is it over? Are they gone? The little girl asked the monster. Yes, child. <laughs> the monster replied. Your, abu- your abusive parents are dead. They they will never they will never hurt you again. Now do Christopher Walken. Yes, child. <laughs> the monster replied. Your abusive parents are dead. <laughs> they will never hurt you again. Yeah, I think he should play the Bog Monster in the uh, in the upcoming movie. <laughs> yes, clearly. <laughs> oh, and to kind of bring it back from like something we said earlier, like I think uh, two episodes ago, it's like, oh yeah, child, <laughs> your abusive parents are dead. They will never hurt you again. I snapped them into a slim jim. <laughs> snapped them in half, like they're slim jims. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! Honestly, that that's like, you know, you know, if this is a character that we we you like, you draw inspiration for for a monster to the Childish Things monster, you could have it be that the monster is like a mix of the a Swamp Thing, a Naga from World of Warcraft, and Macho Man Randy Savage. Of course, why wouldn't you? That's a clear... or Christopher or Christopher Walken. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the end of my my actual thoughts for this story. So. Uh, Mikey, these stands for evil. All right. Um, I'm going to start with a nitpick at the end. Okay. So the the final sentence that you mentioned, uh, the monster quickly slithered under the cottage with a girl in his arms, and they both disappeared into the woods he had come from. I, I feel like there's a missed opportunity here to say they both disappeared into the bog he had come uh, from. Okay. Look. <laughs> Bogs and forests go hand in hand. <laughs> but a bog is a freshwater wetland of soft, spongy ground. That usually is within a forest. <laughs> Maybe he had to go through the forest to get to the bog. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not explained. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because it's a fucking short story. <laughs> it really should be explained, though. I don't like the story anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. All right. So, my next actual thought I have a quote here. Mother, father, are you out there? Hello? Someone asked from inside the strong box. The monster turned to it, shocked. 
the monster dexterously struck one of its one of his claws in the block, then started picking it. The monster would have broken open the chest easily, but he didn't want to frighten whoever was inside. Uh, and like, what, what, what's happening here? But we just had an a- action scene <laughs> where, <Yeah. laughs> where the parents were brutally murdered, and then the monster suddenly daintily picking a lock. <laughs> yeah, it does come from left hand. It does come from left hand, but then it gets explained why it's happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, also, it, now, when you described it, like it's like, <laughs> like the monster, like like it, it says in the story, it's like like it, like after the fighting, it's like uh, there's a sound. It's like hello. And all I imagine is like it's like. <sighs> Hello? Ah! <laughs> like just like, just like I hope that I hope that came through all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the monster got like because it said the monster got shocked, like got, got surprised. It's like it's like as soon oh, as that was the monster like, making that noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the monster like like it's like yes, done. Hello? <laughs> just like freaks out. At the at the surprise, like it's like I thought I was alone. <laughs> there can't be any witnesses. I'm sorry. <laughs> but then it starts like, all right, I'm gonna delicately open this strong box with a claw. I could also, break this open myself, but I don't want to scare the child. Also, when you think about it, the parents kind of actually did care about their child because they thought they probably assume. I'm assuming they mm. saw the monster coming. And they locked their kid in a strong box to protect them. See, that's that's one way to see that. The way I saw it was that that was the timeout. That was the grounding timeout box, or like the the uh, uh, the the crawl space they lock their child in when they're not they're not being good. Maybe, yeah. That's that's how I saw it. Was like, cause yeah. Anyway, you could be right as well, but like I definitely kind of saw it as yeah. It's like that's. That's more like uh, again an abusive like timeout grounding box. You could be right. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. Also, they yeah. probably would have kept it unlocked um, or had their child had a way to get out of the strong box if they actually cared about them. Because if they fucking die and the monster walks away, that kid is dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> they can't get out of that fucking box. Well, they were basically <laughs> wanting to protect them as much as they yeah. could, you know. Yeah, I So the monster can't just push the box over and open there's it. There's a I think there's a better way of if if that was the thing they were going with like the, then these parents are stupid. Um they don't <laughs> like, necessarily think... have days to prepare for this if they're just I, hanging I, out I would not I'm so, and then all of a sudden this monster shows up. Oh shit. I just I, 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 I just I I know I like <laughs> okay, then they're just idiots and they deserve what's coming to him i'm sorry like i'm i have no sympathy for these parents if that was the case either because it's like the so fuck you're you saying <laughs> even if they're the greatest parents in the world and all of a sudden a random monster attack happens and the parents decide i need to protect my child i'm going to lock them in this case until the attack is over you think that is a bad idea yeah what else I, would you do to protect I, the child? i wouldn't i wouldn't lock I, here's what i do i'd say get inside that box Try and keep it close as like on your side. Don't fucking lock that box because then if you die or you lose the key, congrats. You now have a child in a box that's gonna die in a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like 
<laughs> and again, like it could be, I definitely, I'm, I'm definitely on the side of like, they were doing that. Like that was a punishment box for the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe they, they put her in there to keep, to protect her. I do in quotes from the bog monster. Cause they knew it was coming. Cause they clearly knew it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> um, but maybe they did it because like they found out that she had been hanging out with the bog monster. And so as like a, as like a way, like they, now they know that the monster was coming for them. It's like, well, we'll hide her. We'll hide her in the box and lock it. It's like, I, I yeah, just, if, I, if that's definitely. the intent, I feel like yeah. the story, when it mentions the box, it should be like, uh, like he approached the, the box that she, oh no, actually, cause that would be a spoiler. If he said he approached yeah. the box that she told him about. Like she, he's already like shocked that it's that, that the monster, that the, the, the child's voice was coming from the box. And yeah, then he was delicately picking it. And he even, it even says like the bog monster could easily slash it open, but he didn't want to scare the child. It's like, what? And then we get the reveal. It's like, perfect. Yeah. I feel like there could be a way to put in somewhere that it was a punishment box. Like maybe she just says something about it to him. Yeah. Or like, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, I can't believe they'd actually put you in that, that encasement <laughs> child. <laughs> But even then, that could be because they're protecting. I don't know why I'm trying to defend these. People. I know why. Are you like, it's like, I mean, you're <laughs> you're right. You're, you're trying, trying to play to, devil's advocate. Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. trying to be like, without a shadow of a doubt, they are bad people. You know, if yeah. you clarify that it is a punishment situation. Yeah. You know. No. Yeah. Like I, I, I understand I hate what you're it every time they put me in there. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Exactly. It's like, man, I really hate this box. Thank. Thanks for taking the, for, for getting me out of there. Mm. <laughs> Anytime, <laughs> child. <laughs> Anytime, home slice. <laughs> I mean, technically, I am the home slice because I came into your home and sliced up everything. Hell yeah, that's his name now. That's his name now. Yeah, name the monster. Slice. Well, I'm gonna just—I don't fucking. I'm gonna stat this monster out as a monster. For other <laughs> you child. just made an entire monster. Yep. Child, other child's things character. Yeah, yeah. Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, uh, Malum Librum nine five eight. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm definitely gonna draw some inspiration for from your story for a monster, another childish things monster <laughs> named Home Slice. <laughs> God, that kid's gonna be so fucked up. <laughs> like the kids is like bonds, dead parents. <laughs> Just like she's on her way to becoming Batman. Yeah, she's yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. So it's like we you've heard of Batwoman or Batgirl. Now we got Bog Girl. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She's on her way to become Bogman. <laughs> Bogwoman? If it's a yeah, girl. Bogwoman, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the next quote here is one that we've done a few times already. Uh, yes, child, the monster replied. Your abusive parents are dead. They will never hurt you again. He reached inside the chest and picked up the little girl. And my response is, um, how is the monster talking? We, we've established that they have no organs. <laughs> Look, it's magic. fucking magic. Also, this is hilarious because I just got finished editing our soldier episode <laughs> like two, from two weeks ago. And Gamer was the one that was like, how the fuck is this monster talking? It's like, yeah. it's like it makes it sound so st- silly and stupid. I got a note on that. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm aware of my hypocrisy or whatever. <laughs> it's it's fine. 
Yeah. Um, well, the, and I, this has been brought up, I think, earlier that uh, I, I personally would have liked some reason for the monster to be there. Like, did the girl wish for something bad to happen to her parents? Um, and like that could have just been revealed after the monster started talking to her. It's like, yeah. it, I, did did you come here because I wished you here? Type thing, like just or it's like just as planned, eh, Judy? It's like yes, we've dealt with my parents. <laughs> as 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 what as was our uh as was our uh plan uh from a previous night when we discussed this <laughs> like i can't I like enough now go get their gold and let's get out of here <laughs> <laughs> okay now she's like a gangster's like come on let's go yeah <laughs> ragamuffin <laughs> well it is a puritan era so it's a big or... cigar in her mouth <laughs> yeah it's like grabs the Boston. <laughs> yeah <laughs> gets her dad's fedora yeah <laughs> Won't be doing this anymore. <laughs> we ruined the story. Uh, ruined or made better? I don't know. That's open to interpretation. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Judy Ragamuffin and the Home Slice. <laughs> coming to a coming to a pulp near you. Jeez. Oh shit. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> keep we keep uh Yeah, so so just uh, I'd like there to be some more connective tissue <laughs> yeah. to why the monster is there. And um, I mean, if we had another story that continued on after this one, we could get like somebody like I like they they're talking or like it, it is it is kind of give we get more context as to like how they met, what was going on, like Maybe she was she tried running away from home and she ran into the bog and met the bog monster. That's how I assumed it happened. And, yeah, and told them her woes. And then the monster's like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so, so my next actual thought here is that this is uh, short enough that it could literally be like the opening scene to a movie. Yeah. And then like at the end of this, just tail drop. <laughs> the bog monster. Yeah. Then after the title drop, it's like five years later. Like there. Or, or make it the movie oh. called like the bog monster queen. And then it's like 10 years later and she's grown up and yeah. Like, uh... and there's like an urban legend about her because she's like the witch in the, she's the witch in the woods that like, uh, that people go into the woods and into the bog and like never come back because of old because of because of uh, the witch and like it turns out it's just because like she's been living out there with her bog monster friend and he's basically been her guard dog. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, she has her her own sort of cloak that's made of moss and has like a, a deer skull on top. Yes, or something. Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I'm down for this. I love this 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 costume. <laughs> yeah. So, so that... <laughs> well, and that's that's the kind of the thing about like short stories like this. Like it gets us the reader like speculating and making more about it. Mm -hmm. uh, that that's into my actual thoughts. So. Okay. Damn, uh, gamer, you're up. <laughs> I am. 
What is left? The things that are right. Okay. <laughs> Let's so, um, something I forgot to uh, chime in about the monster's visual. I had a little bit of a struggle thinking about what it was at first because it started saying human skull for a head and sharp claws on its hands. So I immediately went swamp thing as a um, like humanoid creature. But then it started talking about the snake situation. So and it's like literally slithering across the ground, which I didn't know if immediately it was like chest close to the ground, like hunkered down. Oh, OK. Or yeah. if it's standing up slithering. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could be like. Like it uses its uh, its its arms, like its its clawed arms, as like loco- like frontal locomotion as it slithers. Yeah, for like extra speed. Yeah, so it's kind of like one of those like necromorph uh, necromorphs that don't have like a head and they just or like don't have a, a legs and they just kind of like slither around and like cr- and like crawl more than than anything. Yeah, crawl plus slither. Yeah, equals more speed probably. Yeah. Uh, yes, but moving on is uh, when Axeman dies. I referred to them as Axeman and Gunwoman, by the way. <laughs> that, that, that's that's fair. Or yeah, yeah, like they're not in the they're not in the story long enough to really have yeah. names. I guess I could call them mom and dad, but they probably don't deserve that. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Axeman. Uh, the man took a step back, frightened. The bog monster reached up and tore the man's jaw off. T- <clears throat> tore the man's jaw off, taking the skin off his skin of his face with it. The man fell, screaming. So. As grotesque as that is, I feel like you'd be more realistic, more realistic, and therefore more immersive if you just ripped his jaw off and like the face didn't come off with it, because like that wouldn't happen. Like the entire face coming off, it seems oh, like, like the it's skin a came off too. Yeah, blade. That's what it said. Yeah. Like his whole face. Yeah, this. Yeah. So it's like a unrealistic Mortal Kombat sort of fatality situation, um, which is gory in one in one way, but. There's plenty of grossness to go along with the realistic aspect of this, and yeah. I dare say more realistic if it's like like the bones cracking and tearing as it rips the jaw off, and there's like blood spilling out, and like his tongue is just dangling I was down. Just, and yeah, yeah, just waggling off with the tongue. Yeah, layer. I yeah. feel like that's grosser, oh. honestly. Yeah, like that's way like either the settling. either the skin is like raked is like flayed off like in one swipe, and like that's all that comes off. Or the jaw comes off and like all that that entails. Not the not both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like one is not connected to the other, really. Like it, it takes a lot more effort to like skin a person a person's face off than just like a simple swipe. Yeah. Unless of course the creature has like um like some kind of like power called face ripper. Whereas like <laughs> as soon as they swipe they, they swipe a person's jaw off and it also just like instantly like peels off the skin on the face as well because reasons because gore effect basically it's the fatality move yeah it's just it's sort of silly how it was described yeah in my opinion but i'll move on uh move on to axeman death realism part two um (laughs) the beastly thing heard the man groan the creature slithered over him grabbed him by the hair and pulled sharply tearing his head off his shoulder so decapitation sorry yeah the hair would rip long before the muscles and the oh, yeah. spine would ever sever. Yeah, um, yeah. There's way cooler and oh. like, go ahead. Here's the thing: the puppets are actually monsters themselves. Oh, what if? So, like, 
the monster, the, the bog monster is a good monster protecting the child from mimics who have killed and usurped the role of, of her parents. I mean, the parents, the they're not even described. They could be no. literally like shambling corpses with weapons. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That would explain why the hair didn't give way before muscle. Yeah. <laughs> but the spine? Like... Yeah, the monsters are built differently. Yeah, I'm gonna go I mean, with no, but I see. <laughs> monsters are just built different. Yeah. Either way, assuming they're humans, which is what most people would do, there's way cooler and grosser ways to do this death too. Basically, like grab the size of its head and like twist it around backwards before ripping it off, or like to make it simple and more bestial, have the monster like palm the top of the guy's head and like sink its claws into his eyes to get a good grip. And then yank the head off that way through the eye sockets. I'm just to, <laughs> I was gonna say to quote Ernest. E- I've been <laughs> I've played Mortal Kombat the entire time it's been out from day yeah. from Mortal Kombat one uh, up to the upcoming Mortal Kombat one. <laughs> you're right. You're 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 good about that. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. Now. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, but I'll move on. Okay. Uh. So then we get to the part where the monster dexterously sticks his claws into the lock and picks it. And it could have broken it open, but didn't want to frighten the child. So as soon as I read that, I'm like, so this monstrous beast that just murdered these two people is actually smart. Which made me immediately go, don't make a talk, don't make a talk, don't make a talk. Because <laughs> from the previous episode, I hated I when it talked. Yeah. Because um, I thought it was silly. And yeah. then it talked. And then it said what it said. And then I said, we've got a body horror, yas, 10 out of 10. <laughs> so, <laughs> and suddenly it was like, this is, I, honestly, I kind of think I know where you're going, like where, where you're going to go with this, is the difference is that the monster from the soldiers was a villainous creature. Yeah, and so with, it's just talking for reasons to talk so it can monologue like a villain. Yeah. This one has intent. Yeah, this one, is, yeah. yeah. It has, like, a reason. I, I don't want to... Like, it's, yeah. it's met this this child it's, before, and it it's there for a reason. Yeah. So it, it obviously has communicated with the child before, unless, I mean, theoretically, it could be a monster that can't talk, and it just witnesses what happens to the child and saves her and doesn't talk. But would that make that better or worse? I don't know. Yeah, or like you could have it like you could describe it as like it's like are they gone? And then like the monster like looks looks at the child with an almost like and if it could emote sympathy, it would. And then the child like kind of conveys what the monster is supposed to be like saying or thinking. It's like yes, they were bad parents. I'm glad you killed them. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Like, how yeah. does it talk? It says it has a human skull for a head, but like. Does the jaw is there a jaw on the human skull or is it I, just the upper part of the skull? I is honestly the just part of the, is the lower part of the jaw like made of moss and it actually articulates or yeah. does it do like telepathic talk? Yeah, I I definitely went with telepathic over like I, I just like it can talk <laughs> like I did yeah. not think about that hard. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, it could talk. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the better way to do it because. Again, it it's, doesn't have like organs and shit in it. It's voiced by Christopher Talkin. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had, I was like, 
<laughs> like I was gonna say something like, especially since like like it's like I just thought I just figured yeah it could talk whatever, especially since it's uh it's it's gonna be voiced by Christopher Walken and then I was like wait not walking talking <laughs> amazing <laughs> but yes um telepathic's better because also that like anyone talking to the girl about the monster has them be like have to question her own their her sanity because it's yeah. like are you actually talking to this creature or are you just like can you actually understand it i don't hear it making noises like even if yeah. it's um if it's not if the monster's there not trying to kill them yeah for sure it like chooses who it wants to speak with i guess yeah but yeah um many questions so <laughs> many yeah <laughs> A lot of it's, questions were raised, but not in a bad way. Yeah, it's it's like the it's the the blessing and curse of a sh- of short stories or like mini pastas or micro pastas. It's like when they're good, you still you have tons of questions, but you're still okay with what you've read. But you're like, I want more. But I'm fine with what I have. But I also yeah. want more. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm full, but that was really good. Give me more. <laughs> yeah, where's the dessert? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to need dessert and also it's like a, a, it's like a bag a... of everything I've already no, had. You know what? It's like a bag of chips. You just can't eat one. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Do you? Not really. All right. if, if it was... If it not was sponsor all... me right now, so if I can was... say whatever the fuck I want. If it was ketchup <laughs> chips or all dressed, fuck yes. Hell yeah. Because Canadian. But... Are all dressed Canadian? Yeah, actually they are. Oh, okay. I feel like we're getting off topic. That's the end of my yeah. notes. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, fair enough. Uh, on to final thoughts. Um, yeah, so so partial recommendation only because I want to hear more about this, this uh, monstrous duo. <laughs> Um, it would be a full recommendation as far as being a short creepypasta with a nice little twist at the end that made it a buddy horror slash a wholesome horror. That is what it is. Yeah. No, I mean like that that like so like I partial recommendation because or like 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 my main recommendation is a partial because I want more. <laughs> I want to know more about these characters. But it is technically a, a full recommendation because it works as a short as a short creepypasta with that nice little twist at the end. So, so you're going on record with full recommendation. I guess technically, yeah. Like you liked it enough, like you want more, but that doesn't mean it's. I don't know. It, 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 it that, sounds like that, you want to do a full recommendation. I I do, you have but problems with the story. I have problems with the story. Well, I I, I don't have problems with the story. I have problems with the story in that I want more. Okay. But as far as the actual criteria of the story, which is a short creepypasta, like it's a micro pasta or a mini pasta, it it's fine. It works. But yeah. I want more. <laughs> so it's like I I do want to give it a full recommendation, but I also th- feel like it, it would be a, a partial recommendation because of my feelings toward it. <laughs> you liked it enough and it's good enough that you feel like it deserves more than what's there. Yeah. Gotcha. I also can't um be actually based off our discussion and what you guys have brought up, I also can't discount the things like that you we have added to fixing the story as it is, because I do agree one hundred percent honestly with everything you guys have proposed about the story, like like the fix it, like um gamer with your uh like addi- additions to the details of the, the, the fight. 
my combat rundown. Yeah, your combat run. No, but like that, it that made it better. Yeah, like that would make. I feel like that would make it much better. So yeah, it's like I'm still gonna give it a partial because there is some room for improvement. But it is still a good, a short creepypasta in my eyes. So, I guess like tentative, like influx partial recommendation to full recommendation. Partially full recommendation. <laughs> yeah, partially full recommendation. <laughs> We're getting weird with the oh man with the rating system this year. Yeah, our our our, our rating system has always been liminal. Yeah, pretty much. yeah, non Euclidean in some ways. So, but uh, yeah, um, fucking love me some buddy horror and the fact that this like that was the twist of this story. I was like, fuck yeah, that's the best kind of twist because we always want it to be buddy horror, but when the story straight up gives us a fucking buddy horror, like. The Hell monster yeah. and the and the victim are actually friends. I was like, "Fucking a!" Yeah, I was so delighted. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's that's my final recommendations. Mikey, the East Ends Revolt. Okay. So the this was an enjoyable read. For it was short, didn't stay its welcome. Um, there's a shroud of mystery around it um but the issue is that as soon as the monster talked and it became a buddy horror for me all the creepiness went out the window yeah that is yeah that is sort of happens yeah yeah so like that's why i i'm still only a partial recommendation because it the the creepy factor disappeared. Yeah. It, what what <laughs> happened me. here was it switched from being uh, substance creepy to aesthetically creepy. Yeah. It sort of turned into Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It's like it's Mortal Kombat is not creepy. It's gory. And that's what this is. Well, but Mortal Kombat does have horror elements that are aesthetic versus like the, there are there are aesthetically spooky themes in Mortal Kombat and like and like through that horror like that it's sort of also the fine line between like uh, a visceral horror because yeah. visceral horror is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable by the gore and stuff like that and by the wetness of the of the actions of the of, the, of what's going on mm-hmm. but it does have that double edged sword or that double edged knife literally. Or, yeah literally of like kind of just bordering onto like this is just gory and silly mm-hmm. rather than horror. But yeah, but it's it's like I said, like I I definitely agree with you, Mikey. Like this, it stopped being having having horror as substance, then going into horror as like theme or like horror as like uh, trappings or or cosmetic horror, because it's just like it's horror in that it is a monster that has killed the parents. But the monster is now friends with the kids, so it's almost become like now a, like it's become a completely different subgenre of horror that is less pure horror. Yeah, you swap out the monster with a dude, and then it's like a John Wick esque movie. Yeah. And again, like actually, I kind of want to see that now. <laughs> John Wick is a monster of like of some kind. Already is. I mean, Baba but Yaga. like he's actually the Baba Yaga. Like it's actually yeah. like he's actually like some kind of like old crone. Oh, oh my god, I would fucking love to watch John Wick, but if John Wick was actually the Baba Yaga from, from folklore, so she it's a, he's actually a like an old crone with wooden legs 
that just goes around and just fucking like killing pe- killing Russian mobsters because they killed her. Uh, they killed her. Uh, uh, they they stole her. <laughs> they stole her her uh, her her uh, her house on legs, and they <laughs> killed her her familiar. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody do that, please. Maybe that is what happened in the past of John Wick. He's just yeah. like the descendant of oh. the actual Baba Yaga. Or that's what we're that's we we perceive it as Keanu Reeves as John Wick. It's, it's just that. a glamour. <laughs> exactly. It's all just like a bit of glamour. It's also it's all just like a like a yeah. Holy fuck! What a revelation. Okay, but anyway, go back to the story. Back to our final thoughts and stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Mikey. Sorry, I. I think completely... he does. Yeah, I, I'm so, sorry. Yeah, so I, partial, I'm still partial. <laughs> yeah. Partial because it's it was horror and then it stopped being full pure horror. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the vibe change was yeah. odd. Not unwelcome, but also kind of odd. Yeah. For me, but um, yeah. sorry, I gamer. Ca- yeah, <laughs> that's me. Uh, I was kind of caught by surprise with this one because. I too, when I was reading it, I got so when I was reading it, I got so caught up in the weeds and the moss and the bog, um, in regards to the the combat that I wasn't enjoying it, to be honest. Just because like I had to rethink and revisualize every attack that happened, except for the last slash on the woman, that one was done okay. But everything <laughs> else kind of bugged me enough that I had to do an entire combat rundown, and that slowed down my enjoyment of the story. Um, and I thought I wasn't gonna like it by the end, but once I got through cool. all that and reveal that the murderous monster is actually friendly, at least to this one girl, my interest peaked. Uh, so yeah, I, I landed on a partial because of how glossed over the combat was, but I truly do like the concept and potential of this. So I, I have to like it in some aspect because it's it's good. Yeah, and like the changes that we've suggested aren't big changes, but they have a big impact. I feel mm-hmm. at least in regards to when I'm talking about with the combat and everything and bringing up like, yes, yeah, she's like, it's implied that the, the parents are actually bad people, but having that one extra like quote unquote nail in the coffin of that is the punishment box. I hate being in there. Thanks yeah. for getting me out situation. Um, that would hey. really hammer it home really well. You know what? To your credit, like from your, I, I know I was like really fighting you on like the devil's advocate of like the parents are actually not bad. Thing on it again now, I was like, they could have. This is also could all be through the lens of the child. Yeah. So like the parents, like yeah, the parents maybe like maybe um punished maybe her. Russell Sprouts kill her. Yeah, or or no, they <laughs> or they, they may have punished her like like with the belt because she did something bad, or maybe because they were afraid of like oh no she's gone after she's, she's conversing with this monster in the bog or something like that. Or she's doing witchcraft because it was the Puritan era. So like, yeah, she's lucky she just got the belt and not like you know, uh, torch and uh, torch and pitchforks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, like they could have actually honestly been like trying to protect her from the devil, which is what they would have perceived the mo- the bog monster to be. So they could have been like actually like good parents. And this is all this is all just being like kind of translated through the eyes of the child, and the monster might even be like might be deceiving the child into thinking like their her parents were like the super abusive and stuff like no, that. No, they're best so. friends. Fuck you. Um, you know, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I wanna, I, <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, it's 
the parents probably weren't as bad, but there's no real clarification on that. Um, yeah. Because think about it. The parents stayed till their death to protect the child. If they truly didn't give a shit about the child, they would just they leave run. the child in the box and leave. Yeah. Or just not even put her in the box and just run. And so they weren't complete yeah. assholes, but yeah. they're, they're probably still abusive parents. So I get why it happened. Yeah. But I don't think they're as um, demonized as we want them to be. Yeah. So a little and, bit of extra demonization would help with that. Yeah. And perhaps the monster isn't as wholesome as we think. Cause like when they hear like the, the sounds of the villagers off in the distance, the monster is like, no, they're all bad. It's like, well, no, they aren't. It's like, it's like, like that could be the monster again, like trying to poison the well of, of like, of for this child. It's like on her perspective on other people. Yeah. But that's also because like maybe how it was treated. And so, okay, there's a lot more you could go really deep into this. If you like elaborated this and, but it made into a longer form story. You could kind of go into more interesting themes for the monster and this, the, the, the monster and the child, like um, friendship dynamic. But yeah, for all we know, he's just taking the child and becoming quote unquote friends with the child because like his form can only last so, so long before he needs a new host or needs some new, yeah, needs some new, uh, needs some new body parts. No, literally like a new host. Like that skull in there is like the oh, vocal center of him. And eventually the power of it wears out when the soul leaves the body and all that. So so the bog, he's actually a monster, an aspect of, of decay. And so he needs a new, a fresh body every time, like every time his body, his, his old body starts like becoming full bog. Yeah. So he, he needs a new, yeah. So he needs, uh, yeah, he needs, it's, he needs basically, it's the uh, child, the original child's play where like Chucky was planning on like he sw- uh, it was a serial killer who swapped his soul into a into a um into a doll and then his his next uh play was to basically swap his soul from the doll to a human child so that he could have he could uh he could have a new human body again yeah yeah it's like there's so many ways that the story could go and i love it yeah and that yeah but <laughs> like i was saying but yeah the the combat stuff bugged me so much and that I have to leave it as a partial because it does need a little bit of work, but it's only a little bit of work mm-hmm. because the story itself, what we have is good and we all enjoyed it in varying aspects one way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Even you, Mikey, like... like you said, like the, the tone of it did switch and I agree. It totally did switch. Yeah. At first it's this yeah. murderous monster that is unstoppable. And then it's your best friend. He's surprised, like, oh no, the child. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to just daintily, <laughs> delicately pick this lock. Yeah. <laughs> my, my claw. It's strange, but yeah. I, I think it worked well. Yeah, I think I think the the, mm. sur- the 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 off-puttingness actually kind of adds to the surrealness of it. So it stops being so much a horror and it just becomes like more weird fiction. <laughs> Also, if you want a horror story about a murderous monster that's just murderous and scary, there's tons out there. Yeah. Find but me there a are... body horror. I dare exactly. you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is a niche market that we love. Yeah. And we are always like, we are here for it. We are proponents of the buddy horror yes. subgenre. God, I need more of it. Yeah, it's so good. Why haven't I run more monsters and other childish things? Why haven't you Give... ran? <laughs> yeah, how, why haven't I ran more well, monsters and other things for our some for members our of our <laughs> some members of our our group aren't good at playing as kids? Yeah, I guess not to name any names. 
Captain Slenum. I, I said not to name any names. <laughs> hey, I'll I'll do it. All right, that's fine. I'm bitter. Uh, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, the end of my final thoughts, I have to say. Okay. Well, um, much like the story, we end off on a wholesome end. <laughs> kind of. Um, so yeah, like partial recommendations across the board. Um a near full recommendation from me, but like otherwise, Maybe. yeah, kind of yeah, and, and from gamer, but like like I mostly really want to give it a full yeah. recommendation because of how much I enjoyed it, but it bugged me enough getting there that I have to leave this. Yeah, and, and honestly the same. Like the things that you were bring up like to fix it were like things that would make it better. So like there you go, it's not a full recommendation. Mm. But yeah, uh like if you are like minded and like buddy horrors, give this it's it's only a page and a half, so fucking give it a read. <laughs> yeah for sure it doesn't overstay its welcome and all that yeah but uh yeah this has been this week's episode uh if you like what you heard or if you didn't leave us a comment in the comment section below if this gets posted uh we're all on twitter mikey is at the east dance for evil the gamer yell is at the gamer yell without that w because his name is very long yeah and i'm at review cultist i'm also on blue sky now thanks to brownie (laughs) sky uh it's a new it's a new social media that a lot of artists are flocking to because of the the bullshit of twitter (laughs) ah Thank you for so, telling our audience what that is, so they can yeah. learn about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, one of our friend of the show, Brownie, has uh, has invited me over there because it's a uh, right now it's currently an invite only sort of thing. But yeah, if you have a blue want, sky, like trolls there and all that. Yeah, they're well, they're trying. They're still trying to work out the bugs and stuff. It's a brand new social media platform. Yeah, but um, yeah, if uh, if you're on Blue Sky, uh, you can check out Review Cultist, and I'll be posting. I plan on posting more of my my art and and uh, links to our podcast every week there. So yeah, hell yeah. And uh, if you're not on any of those social media platforms, you can go. You can send us messages the old fashioned way via email at aldente rigamortis at gmail dot com. That's a l d e n t e r i g a m o r t s at gmail dot com. We can also leave suggestions for other creep pastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. And if you want to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis. Select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tiers with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely because you're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And without your authorship, without these stories that you write and post online, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. So thank you. Until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Evil. And I'm the Gamer in Yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>